All right, everybody, welcome back to the uh, the Inspo Show podcast, and uh, today I have a a special guest with me. Uh, if you would like, you can introduce yourself right now. Uh, my name is Benjamin Bowman. I'm the Angry Dad from the Angry Dad podcast. Yeah, I mean, I mean, other than that, if if there's like, uh, you can get this out of the way right now. If you got any social medias that you want to promote. Anything else you do, you could just get that out of the way right now before we get into anything. Um, uh, you can find me on all social medias, uh, all platforms, uh, at B to the fourth power. It's B, the number two, the number four, and then power. Uh, it's a little complicated, but it's a little play on math. It uh, actually stands for my whole name. It goes for uh, Big Bad Ben Bowman. So a lot of people always ask what the B to the fourth power is, but uh, you know that's, that's basically what it stands for. But uh, if you just look up Angry Dad, I'll be the first thing that pops up. Yeah, I mean, I've seen, uh, I've actually watched a couple of your uh, clips and videos to prepare for this, to kind of get a feel for, like, who you are, and I've seen a lot of the things that you have uh, said. Um, so, I've seen a lot of your uh, solo stuff, and it basically, mostly what I see from you is, you know, motivational you know, motivational stuff that uh, I, I usually watch those kind of things on a daily basis anyway. So I was uh, thoroughly entertained uh, throughout the whole entire thing. I mean, I guess the first thing I'm just going to ask you, and it's a vague question, and honestly, you can answer this however you want, but, uh, uh, and honestly, you, you kind of answered it already, but uh, I, there could be something you can add to this. Uh, so who are you? You know, um, it, it, it's a deep question because, uh, you know, when I was growing up, I didn't ha my father was never around. And so I never had anybody, you know, my mom worked two to three jobs at a time. And so, you know, I was kind of left to my own devices. My grandmother raised me as my mom worked. You know, my mom was always around when she could be. But um, I always gravitated towards, you know, old, uh, older men in my that were like father figures. And because of that, you know, each one of them that I grew up around, you know, um, it's like little phases in my life where they would drop nuggets of knowledge in my, in my hand, you know, right in my lap and be like, Hey, if this ever happens, remember this, if you know, you ever get in this situation, remember this, or, you know, it just, and it was a combination of things that I learned over the years that developed into the angry dad, because, you know, I learned all these things. And then, um, I had people that are that were younger than me asking me the same questions that I that I grew up asking, and you know a lot of them didn't have fathers, and because of that, you know, uh, angry dad just literally came out of that of just giving the advice and pointing in the direction that most people know to go, but they don't know how to go or how to start, or even that it, it's an option. You know, what I'm saying a lot of people feel like. You know, they're obligated to live what they feel a TV life is. Like, I got to go to job. I got to take care of my family. I got to, you know, I got to go to school. I got to do all these things. And I didn't have any of those opportunities. I just knew I needed to work. But at the same time, you know, I was finding myself. And after finding myself, finding what my passions were in my life, I actually, at an older age, figured it out. And so then I started just pouring that back into the universe, into the world where it's like, what do you need to do? What do you want to do? Asking the questions that, you know, no one will really be. People ask you, but if you don't ask it in a certain way, 
you'll never figure it out. So I, I constantly try to reinvent the question and point in the direction to lead you to what your life, what you want your life to be without, without, um, you know, with, with, without, you know, I, I'm just trying to do something that, that no one ever did for me that I had to figure out on right. my own and, and spread that message. That message will, will, you know, it, it basically, I want to change people's lives the same way everyone else changed mine. That's what I would say Angry Dad Podcast ended up being. So you're saying that a lot of the advice that you were, uh, or I wouldn't say advice, but a lot of the things that you were told um, from other people, uh, from I guess I would say friends of yours, helped shape you into who you are today. Exactly. All right. I mean, no, that that makes perfect sense. Um, I mean, so I mean, uh, I guess you can dive a little bit deeper into, uh, you know, what made you want to start your own show. You know. Uh, yeah. You, uh, you, you specified that, you know, you wanted to help others in the way that, you know, you know, you, you weren't, you know, because there wasn't really any op uh, options for you, uh, in terms, but now you know this information and now you want to help people and motivate people. Is there anything else you want to add to that on what made you want to start your own show? Yeah, absolutely. Um. I have a couple of friends that uh, they actually do their own podcast. It's called It Be Like That. And um, they would always kind of say, oh, you got to come on our show, come on our show. So, I, you know, I kind of was like, all right, I came on their show. We had a good time. And um, I ended up, you know, doing really well in the show. And so uh, my buddies would constantly hound me, like, you need to start a show. You need to do this. And so, um, you know, and they, they finally broke me down. And I started doing my own show, and you know, I came up with the, I came up with this name, um, and I was originally just gonna just start doing rants. If you go back to my first, you know, first, you know, few podcasts, it's just me ranting, and um, I even almost got arrested doing the podcast. Wait, how? Hold on, how did that happen? All right, well, um, uh, I used to work at night, and so. Um, when I would come home take from from work, I would go pick up my kids or, you know, I'd take the kids to school, you know, work out, sleep a little bit. And then I would have to show up an hour to an hour and a half before school would get out to be able to park to pick up my son. And so with, with that hour, hour and a half time I had, that's when I would record the podcast. And so I would record it parked in front of the school. And I just started getting too loud to what's called, so someone called the cops on me and then the cops <laughs> dragging me through the car, through the window, or handcuffing me, and then I had to explain the whole situation, and, um, you know, I was pretty upset because, like, uh, you know, um, I'm 6'5", covered in tattoos, and I don't look like the, the normal person that most people would mm -hmm. think, and so, uh, you know, obviously, they, they let me go, but at the same time, it was just, you know, it's it just one of those things that happen. Right, right, so you basically, you... Okay, so you were kind of screaming into your camera, and then I guess people were, uh, I guess, I don't know. I, yeah. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, that that's interesting that that was, you know, ended up happening. You know, <laughs> you, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's kind of like, I don't know, like, because I'm a vlogger, right? So I... Yeah. I go around and I'm I'm outside and I'm talking to my camera and there's like other people around me all the time. Yeah. It seems like you know you just can't really give a shit about what other people think. You know you just kind of exactly. have to just kind of have to do it. Yeah. Exactly. 
you know, but, uh, but you know, I, I started doing this like before podcasting got like as popular as it is now. And uh, so it was a little out of the ordinary for that to be happening. You know what I'm saying? So people were just thought I was having a loud argument in my car with somebody. And so that, that's what's happening. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, I ended up making some signs. And so when I would record my podcast in front of school, I was like, uh, these, I had some uh, laminated signs with magnets on them. And I'd be like, I'm recording this podcast. Do not call the cops on me. And I was on all sides of my car. Just to prevent that from happening again. That's a good idea, actually. That 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 is a good idea. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, and good good on you for adopting that idea. Um, yeah. I so I I I actually uh, I did a little bit more research into you. Uh, you know, you have. I, I assume your biggest following comes from Instagram, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's my biggest community right there. Is that how your is that how your like show is that how your podcast grew? from your Instagram? Yeah, it, it's just weird because, like, um, you know, when I first started doing podcasting, you know, I, I had a, about a 5,000 following, but I used to do bodybuilding and training, and I used to do all kinds of videos like that. So, like, I, you know, I had a decent following already before I did the podcast. And then um, I want to say once I started hitting, like, over my 50th episode, it just started building traction, and all of a sudden it just started, like, climbing like every day i'd have like a couple of thousand a couple of thousand and i'm like what the fuck is going on mm -hmm. and next thing you know you know uh, i peaked out around sixty-five thousand, and then it started you know it, it fluctuates up and down every day but it's just it's like i said it's just for some odd reason the podcast really just uh took off on instagram so you know i uh, you know and you know i would always post clips and do all this stuff but then i you know i um Instagram started doing IGTV, started off with five minutes. So I just post a five-minute clip up, and the next thing you know, it's 10 minutes. And so uh, now it's 15, and so I always try to keep my podcast within that 15-minute mark because it's just long enough for to, to for me to get out what I need to get out and also to cater to my Instagram following. So do you remember, like, your first clip that kind of – you know, help take off your, your show and all that stuff? Do you, do you remember your first specific clip that made that happen? Oh, man, that was so long ago. Um, but I want to say uh, it would have to be my first video video adaptation because I when I was first doing it, I would only do audio only. And then I want to say maybe like after my 20th episode, I started doing audio and video because uh, – I had one of my uh, viewers reach out to me. He's like, I wish I could see your face in the way you're speaking right now because you sound so animated. And so, you know, I, I definitely took that to heart and started uh, producing video and audio portions. And so that's when I ended up doing uh, YouTube, too. Okay. Okay. I, I see. I see. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, that's what I've been uh, watching on your end was the YouTube adaptation and stuff. You know, I've seen... Yeah, I've seen what you look like. You definitely are a little animated. Um, yeah. um, so, like, uh, did, did you have, like, any inspirations that helped you adopt the, your, the person that, like, the get-off-your-ass personality? Um, you know, the, the, not very many. Um, my mom is, she never stops working. My mom is kind of like, uh, you know, I grew up, uh, no father, my mom, my grandma, and my uncle. I, I grew up in the, in uh, you know, the, uh, you know, 
basically just a hood. I grew up in the ghetto, but my mom was always working. Never, and she would always look at me like, why are you stopping? Why are you not working? Why are you know, like she would always constantly be like hard work pays off. You need to do this. No one gives a fuck who you are until you're working hard and you're doing your thing. And so that just kind of was always my, my work ethic right there. But with the, the adaptation of Angry Dad, I actually um, took the name and the idea from um, fellow uh, Instagrammers and um, and like uh, supplement companies. Uh, I used to always really, I'm really big into Animal Pack. Animal Pack is a, a supplement company that is like a, it's just like one of the bodybuilding uh, the the, mm-hmm. the ground floor supplements to use if you're gonna use a multivitamin. And um, in the videos of the people that would run the company. The dad would always get mad at the son and throw weights at him because he'd always be in their own personal gym working out. But the son would always be talking shit, and then he would always be telling his dad, "Oh, the angry dad's at it again." So I started get, I started using that a little bit towards that personality too. You know what I'm saying? Like, what what would your dad do if you were just slacking off and just looking at you? You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I see. No, that that makes perfect sense. I think that's great. Um, but I actually have a question that I that I'm trying. I'm going to be asking a lot of people this question. Um, so I want to know, like, so what is your what is your stance on like talented people? So are you are you a hard work beats talent guy or a the opposite or maybe both? You could say either one. What do you think is the most? You know? I'm actually both. I'm okay. Both. I'm big on both. Uh, I've been gifted natural athletic ability. I've always had it. I've always had the ability to and to naturally pick up anything that I touch, anything that I can see, do. I can actually metamorph. I can basically change it to what how I need it to work for me. I've always been like that. But the thing is, is natural talent cannot outwork hard work because a lot of people will be like, "Oh, I'm natural. I'm good. I'm good." Guess what? That without fine-tuning and honing and training, regardless of being natural or having this gift of the ability to just do anything, without that hard work on top of it, it's, it it'll never amount to anything. You, mm-hmm. have, you have to put in the effort. If, there, if there's not a balance of that, well, unfortunately, you're not going to go anywhere with that. So it, it's, I've always known that. I've always seen that. And you know, uh, when I was bodybuilding and training, like I, I have a natural gift. I've always been freakishly strong or freakishly huge I'm, I'm perfectly proportioned and when I started training I just started growing and when I started growing it, it, without that hard work I would have never got as big as I did it when I was training it that hard right so basically um yeah a lot of people that uh could that are very naturally gifted at something could end up being lazy so yeah yeah so you're absolutely right I totally agree with that so I actually I mean, I, I wanted to get into uh, a little bit more of, you know, your fitness background, but it seems to me you, uh, you, you seem, you have good genetics. Would I be right if I yes, say that? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, like a, you're probably able to build muscle a little bit easier than others then. Um, yes. right. So, and with that, so, uh, have you, have you taken anything? Uh, no, uh, nope. And, and this is the crazy part, too, because this is the constant question I always get. When I was nine years old, I was already 5'11", 220 pounds. Well, that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> I, I, uh, when I was born, 
I was always freakishly large. Like I looked like a grown man by the like I said by the time I was nine. I had a full mustache. Uh, I was in the fourth grade. I showed up to my fourth grade year. They're like, "Hey, the high school's down the street," and I'm like, "No, this is where I go." And so, you know, like uh, by the time I was in high school. I was already 240 pounds, already 6'3". By the time I finished high school, I was 6'5", uh, 250 pounds. And then, you know, just, it just, you know, like I said, just, I've been naturally gifted strength and size. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a crazy thing. My mom is 5'2". My mom is like 5'2". My dad was six foot flat. And, you know what I'm saying? It just... No one knows where it came from. Like my uh, my brother is six foot. Uh, my sister is about like five eight. But I I was just always this freakishly large kid growing up. But you know when I was when I was in high school, I was already wearing a size fifteen boot. Okay. Like I thought I was a because uh, I, I, I was like one of the first students to ever get like hair under my arm. And I was in, I was in sixth grade. So hearing that is like, is, is very interesting. Oh uh, yeah. No, it's actually I, I no no I I've never heard something like that. That that is some early, um, early development right there. Um, oh yeah. My mom always likes to credit because like uh, growing up, um, I would my mom used to get mad. She she get mad at me and complain. But I would drink a gallon of milk every day. I drink half a gallon in the morning, and then I drink half a gallon right when I when I got out of school. I mean, yeah, I mean that'll that'll get you bigger. That works. <laughs> that'll help you out. I mean, yeah, like you know, that's yeah, that's I, I've never heard. I've never seen. Well, okay, I've never seen that uh, during those years of my high school, even actually so to hear that is very interesting you know I, I wanted to get into you know um so you go to you obviously you go to the gym oh yeah uh this moment in time um I'm, i just had shoulder surgery because back in 2016 um I, and when i was at my biggest i got ran over by a forklift and it ended up destroying my shoulder and my back at work and so uh I'm in the process, like I've been through the process, I've been going through the process of trying to get fixed. And so, you know, one of the surgeries I just had was shoulder surgery. So, I, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing anything at the moment, but it's, you know, just trying to make sure I get to that point where I can actually start lifting again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it must, yeah, that kind of thing must suck when you get injured and then you just can't do one of the things that you love doing so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, it, it, it's, yeah, I know. I have never actually experienced an injury myself besides uh getting into like one fight and the guy broke my eardrum um but but that that i could still work out i mean that wasn't but you know that's yeah that's that that, that's definitely hard to uh it could it could mentally fuck somebody up actually if you know depending on the person you are um like but you know uh yeah, like hopefully you can get that situation uh, taken care of as soon as possible. Um, but okay, now that, like I said, I'm in the process of, of of you know getting it fixed. Like I said, the shoulder surgery is one of the last things I need to get done. It's done now. It's all about just physical therapy, taking care of it. You know, sometimes you know things take a long time to heal, but 
You know, I have so many things going on for myself that I'm not too worried about what needs to happen or what needs to get done. So I'm just like, you know, I, I'm, I'm a very busy, I, I try to be as busy as I can because if I'm not busy, I'll completely lose my mind. You know what I'm saying? I'm constantly creating content. Mm-hmm. Constantly, like, a, you know, with all the podcasts that I do, I also do a, a YouTube show with my son. And so, you know, we, we're always creating stuff. No, yeah, I understand. I, I have that same exact feeling where I also constantly have to be doing something. Sometimes when I'm just kind of sitting and laying down and, you know, watching stuff, I, I I get this feeling of like, damn, you know, I really should be, you know, practice, you know, practicing my singing or practicing, you know, or, you know, like learning the skill because I like to box. So, uh, you know, maybe I, I'm like, you know, maybe I should get up and, you know, uh, put my gloves on and, you know, do some shadow boxing. So, so yeah, sometimes I definitely, uh, yeah, I, I definitely don't do as much as I should be doing. But, you know, I, I'm in the current, you know, process of finding that balance, creating a uh, to-do list and a schedule, you know, all that good stuff. I mean, yeah. Um, but... What, so what are your, uh, I mean, like, if you remember, so what are your, you know, favorite exercises to do at the gym? My favorite, um... I'm you know, it could be now. anything that has to do with, like, lifting, you know, it's oh, fine. Yeah, my favorite ex- uh, squats and deadlifts are always my favorite. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, the deadlifts right, right off top are one of my favorite things to do. I got, the thing, too, is, like, um, there's a difference between training for strength and training for thickness, and when, I'm, when mm-hmm. I when I do squats, squats and and deadlifts would give me the best result for a, a thicker body. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're exerting that load on your body, it literally forces your bones to become harder, stronger, and denser. But also, too, it, it really forces the muscles to 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 expand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because right. Mm-hmm. Pressure on you. You know, and that's. Uh, when I was training for bodybuilding, I was I was literally trying to become one of these mass monsters, super heavyweights. And at my biggest, I was about three hundred pounds. And it just you know just to get to that level, it's like a what I, and, and I would never do deadlifts on leg day, but I would always do deadlifts when I would do back. And back back days always one of my favorite days too because I, I love the pull and contraction, the contraction in my in my back would because I when I was growing up I always had you know being tall your your back hurts it all you get a lower back issues lower back problems and I used to always tell myself if I don't train back my back's gonna get worse and so I would overtrain my back to the point where it would become like this this hardened piece of me that and it would never bother me anymore after that you know. Mhm. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, like a lot of people, like a lot of my listeners right now, you know, they they're probably, uh, you know, they're probably working out. They're probably not, and a lot of them probably neglect legs as much as they possibly could, not realizing that legs are actually kind of like the foundation, and it, it kind of helps you, you know, work your other muscles as well. So, for sure. Well, it was like with, with legs, and you don't have to train legs to the excessiveness of what people say, but just by doing squats, just by doing deadlifts, you can increase your testosterone output by so much more. And on top of the two, when you start doing legs, your body will actually fill out the rest of the muscles. Because a lot of times people are like, oh, I'm not getting like the, 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 the thickness. 
or the graininess in the body. And the only way you're going to get that just and the vascularity is by doing legs. You, the best the best way to get as vascular as that is by training legs just enough. Like I said, you don't have to destroy them, but you just got to go through those motions. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't have to put 100 percent effort. If you do legs, you, you should be around 70 to 80 percent of your of your your performance level. Not at ever at 100 because if you do it at 100. You're not going to be able to walk for about two weeks. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. There was a, there was a, there was a guy on the Joe Rogan podcast who said, like, you know, to not actually work as hard as you possibly can and only like work seventy five percent. I know you're just referring to legs here, um, yeah. but uh, there. I mean, I don't know if you agree with this, uh, but you know, I, I actually would like to know your opinion. So. Like, when people are working out, should they always be putting in 100% or, like, you know, maybe, like, 70% and maybe 80 Um, It always depends on the body part you're working because the, the, with that 80% or that 75%, you have to determine how big and how muscular you want that body part to be that you're working on. So a lot of people want jacked ass arms. Well, guess what? If you want jacked ass arms, you want those fucking big biceps, triceps, then you then that's the part you put in at 100. You put it into failure because going into failure is what will create trauma and shock to that muscle and force it to grow. But the thing is, if you're just going to be an average person who's going to work out, I want to look good, I want to be toned, and I, I just want to have a, a slight muscular look, well, then that's when you do the 80%, 75%. But if you're trying to change, physically change that part of the body, well, those parts of the bodies are the days that you have to figure out, oh, like, again, I want my arms to look big, so I got to go at 100. But, you know, I don't want my shoulders to be that big, so I'm going to do those at 80. I'm going to do those at 90. You got Because you have to determine what body part you want to look a certain way because if you don't create the trauma that the muscles required to physically change and evolve, then you never will. You know what I'm saying? You can do bicep curls all day long, but if you're only doing doing them at 75%, then the muscle's only going to get to a 75% look. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you have to take that to, to what you want, you know? Like with bodybuilders, they train to failure because they're trying to evolve that muscle they're trying to create that muscle they want that muscle to be bigger and stronger and thicker and the only way that's going to happen is by absolutely destroying it you know what i'm saying yeah you can't destroy it all the time but you got to know like okay i i got a heavy day and then next week i'm going to go light and then i'm going to go heavy again light so when you when you create that confusion that confusion in the muscles what will will create the, the desired look you know, that mm-hmm. it's a lot of things is that, you know, a lot of people don't know that there's a fine line. And for most people, like I always tell us, like, look, pick a bodybuilder you like, pick a bodybuilder that you feel if you are a physique that you like, see what they do. And if you do happen to pick a bodybuilder, most of these bodybuilders and most of these people actually do online training and coaching and they can actually show you what they do, food that they eat, food, the ways that they train, up days, down days rest days, recovers, refeeds, and they'll give you their formula to achieve what they have. You know what I'm saying? Like you, my podcast, uh, I don't know if um, you've seen John Anderson, but John Anderson's an IFBB pro, mm-hmm. and uh, he's also a professional wrestler. Um, you know, he, he did strongman, international champion, and he he offers all that kind of stuff. But the thing is, is with without 
like those specific knowledges in there. And people, you can do research. Everything I've ever done to learn what I do, if I read uh, Muscle and Fitness, Flex, you know what I'm saying? Going through all these bodybuilding ma magazines and reading articles. And, you know, I determined how I wanted to look. And so I went off all the things that I know. And it, through trial and error, that's how you figure out that desire. So it's like you, you, you it always it goes on how you want to look because your point of reference is going to be the direction you have to go in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, completely understood. I mean, I'm currently uh, on, on a program right now, actually. So, yeah, I'm basically following someone else's routine. However, uh, I, I do want to give a, like, a little disclaimer to people. Chances are you're probably not going to look like them. Um, yeah. And that's and that's 100% usually either due to either they're on something or they're genetically, you know, gifted, uh, yeah. you know. And a lot of these people, you know, a lot of these people that are trying to work out and they want to look like somebody else simply cannot look like that, even if they are on anything like HRT or... You know, anything else like that. Even if they are, you're still probably not going to look like, you know, Jeff Cavalier or, you know, any of those guys. Like, or, you know, yeah. It's like, uh, you know, you, you got to know what your limits are. You know, a lot of times it, it takes years for those people to develop those figures. But the thing is to get that the close, close desired look is, is just following a simple program to be as close. Because your progress is going to be your own progress, but that progress you make is going to be at that next level for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. one of those things. It's like, it's understanding that, that concept. You know, a lot of times it's like, I'm going to get close to this. And so I'm going to follow these programs. I like the way his arms look. I like the way his chest looks. This is these, you know, and the thing is too, people fall off programs so easily. They let one little thing happen. And like a, a lot of times with people that um, I, I trained and that trained with me, they're like, oh, we're gonna, I'm going to have, a, you know, a cheat meal. It's like, no problem. Have that cheat meal. Make sure you eat your next meal. You know what I'm saying? Don't overdo it. Don't overstuff it. It's okay to indulge, but don't fly off the wheels thinking it's okay. Yeah, no, I understand. I actually wanted to get into, um, you know, you know, a lot of these people who are working out, especially, you know, maybe people in my audience, they are working out, but they're not optimizing their diet um you know nobody's you know tracking their macros which is i i do i personally do it's very important in my opinion um yeah like so i want to i wanted to tell you you know see if you can you know tell people how to discipline themselves to eat that good food and you know stop eating like really you know horseshit food for you the thing too is like uh we are all humans. I always want to people let people know is at any point in time, if don't start a diet, do 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 a change. Mm -hmm. A lot of it is is like, you know, start off with breakfast. When you start off with breakfast, eat the same breakfast every day, regardless of how you feel about it or you're sick about it. Because guess what? If you can get past just eating the exact, I eat the exact same breakfast. I, I have two bags of instant oatmeal. Mm -hmm. I have. Four eggs, I have a shake, and then that's my breakfast. That's literally, I have, regardless, I, I'll have a banana here and there in, on the top of my oatmeal, but that's literally my breakfast. That's what, and the thing is, is if you can start eating like that, you'll, you'll, you start your day off. And then once you do that, and you're like, okay, I'm used to this, I'm used to having that, then switch to three more meals. Look, I'm, uh, I'm going to make my lunch, 
I'm going to make my snack and I'm going to make my dinner. And just by having that already prepped and ready and you eat that. And the thing too is like, um, and the, a basic meal plan is four ounces of, of lean of chicken or three ounces of beef. That's the, those, those are the two you can switch to. So you can literally do ground beef, steak, three ounces, chicken, four ounces. If you can do four, uh, three meals of that a day with a quarter cup of rice, a quarter cup of vegetables, well, guess the buck what? You literally just made yourself a meal prep. And by having that meal prep, you're good to go. And if you eat, all, if you eat literally breakfast and three of those kinds of meals, you will physically change your body in 30 days. In thir- It's that easy. Just by eating like that. If you can literally every single day eat three meals of beef, chicken, and have a quarter cup of rice, a quarter cup of vegetables, and eat your breakfast. Well, guess the fuck what? You literally just had what most people have prep meals. That's literally what I have. I have three meals a day with exactly that. And in 30 days without working out, without training, you will physically change, not in weight, but physically change. Your body will tone up. You will start leaning out. And the thing is, is like, if you're trying to grow bigger, well, then guess what? That's just like you said, uh, you have to maximize your, your proteins. You have to figure out, like, it's one gram of protein for body weight. So an mm-hmm. average person should be eating one gram of protein. But if you want to grow, then it's one and a half to almost two grams of protein. And then guess what? Carbohydrates are the king. Without carbohydrates and protein, you're not going to increase muscle mass at all. And it's so important because you can literally change your body. Those three meals, the four meals I just talked about right there, is like literally like 22,000 calories, maybe a little bit less, and eat uh, 2,200 calories. So it's literally what you're supposed to have every day. And just by doing that, you physically change your life. You know, most people just don't want to do it because it's too hard. It's not easy. It's difficult. But you know what's more difficult? Being sick, going to the hospital, having high blood pressure, having cholesterol problems, you know. And all you have to do is cook. Nothing else but cook. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I totally 100% agree with you. That's definitely a good plan, you know, to use. And I kind of, I want to, I want to wrap up the show right here. However, there is, you know, one little uh, last thing I want to, I want to say here. So, you know, you know, I I just want to ask you, so what message could you tell anyone that's watching this? You know, if they're, if they're feeling stuck, you know, they want to do something, but they don't know how, or they're too afraid, you know, what should they be doing right now? Now, check this fuck out. For anyone who's listening who cannot figure out what's going on, well, guess the fuck what? You can start today, tomorrow, any point in time. Your life is not set in stone. You can change you. Go to school. Go to the, go to get a better job. Fucking turn around and change your life. Go to the gym. Get up. Get off your fucking ass. Make shit happen. Get shit done. If you can't figure out what to do, start Googling it. All right? If you don't know where to start, like I said, you can literally get on your computer, get on your phone, how to do something. You can YouTube it. You can physically change your life. You can, at any moment in time, there's no one telling you no but yourself. And I'm here to tell you, stop saying no. Every opportunity that pops up, everything that comes into your life, guess what? Take it. No questions asked, just start. And when you start doing that, doors 
start opening, your life starts changing, shit starts growing, all of a sudden you're successful, and all of a sudden you're getting everything in your life all because you said yes, all because you're not scared to say no, all because you want to do something better in your life. Every one of us knows that deep down inside of us there is something great. It is up to you to pull it up. It's up to you to pull it out of you. It is up to you to show it to the world. And the way you do it is by starting today. That's my fucking message. That's what I want people to hear. That's what I want people to know that in your life, you dictate what you want to do. Fuck everybody. Fuck all their bullshit. It's all about you. You're number one. Guess what? Successful people take care of number one. Number one is you. If you can't take care of yourself, how are you going to take care of anybody else? So always remember, put yourself fucking first. Don't worry about nobody else and handle fucking business. That's what I want to say. All right. Well, I love that. And I think that is a great place to end uh, this week's podcast. Uh, So like I said in the beginning of the episode, he has specified all of his social media. You guys can go ahead and... Follow him wherever um, on all platforms. You guys can go ahead and watch his show um, for messages kind of similar to that. And, you know, uh, and with that said, I will see you guys next week. If you guys want to support the Inspo Show podcast, because, you know, not really making too much money around here in these days, you know, if you guys want to make a small monthly donation, you guys absolutely can. You guys can go to anchor.fm slash nick-inspo0. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash N-I-C dash I-N-S-P-O-0. Or you could just click the link in whatever uh, whatever streaming service you are watching this on. If you want to contribute and make a monthly donation, you can absolutely do so. It is not required, but it is appreciated. Thank you guys for watching.